Hello, hello. Today I am taking you behind the scenes on how I start thinking about crafting a presentation, how something gets transformed from idea to verbal art. So let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed, painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Hello, my friends. I get asked all the time, like, what's my process for putting a presentation together? Because I believe that a presentation should, well, I the three C's is compelling, captivating, and most importantly, converting. And so your presentation is really taking, allowing your audience to kind of step into your world and envision themselves in your stories, your presentation, your learning, your takeaways. You're literally taking your audience on a ride, kind of like a roller coaster, And maybe they're just gentle hills, but maybe they are steeper hills. But you are, you are taking people on a journey. And that's really what your presentation is to do. And I wanted to share with you a little bit behind the scenes. This week alone, I I spoke twice, once virtually, once in person. And as I was putting the presentation for the virtual presentation together, I was just kind of like, as I'm doing this, I was just thinking, wow, there's so much that I want to share with people about how I do this. And I have a special, a special announcement that I'm going to share with you at the end of this that you definitely want to stick around for. But let me just give you three, three different tips, three different ideas. Uh, If you were looking over my shoulder while I was putting a presentation together, here's what you would notice. One is, my goal. My goal, I take into consideration. And I also take into consideration the meeting planner's goal, what they hired me for, what they wanted, why they're bringing me into their particular association, their company, their mastermind. Even so much as like if somebody has me on their podcast, that's still like somebody else's stage. It's their audience. What can I offer their audience that's going to really help the audience? Whether it's a podcast, a mastermind, you know, some sort of um, like a 12-week program, me coming in as a guest speaker. I mean, there's so many different forms of speaking. But you want to think about what is your goal for the speaking? Why did you say yes to this particular opportunity? And that's what I think about. Why am I saying yes? Why did I say yes? And so what is my goal? And also, what is the meeting planner's goal? And, you know, if it happens to be a high-end mastermind and it's a coach, the coach is the meeting planner. The coach is admin. Their, you know, their COO is the meeting planner. So what is their goal? Got to have that clear goal so that you really do know what your destination is. And the destination, you know, being that here's what I got to make sure that happens as a result of speaking. So 
you're probably wondering, okay, like I get the meeting planner's goal, but I don't under quite understand me as the speaker, what my goal is. Well, every time you speak, you've got to have a goal. There's got to be a reason why you're saying yes. Otherwise, you would just be saying yes to anybody to speak. And I don't, I don't condone that at all. I actually want you to speak in front of audiences that are pre-qualified audiences for you. Speak to the right people. Speak, you know, if you happen to have a business product, uh, if you're a business coach, you know, you want to be making sure that you're speaking in front of business people, people who can hire you. If you have a particular service or you have a product, again, you want to be speaking in front of people who can buy your service, who can hire you, who can buy your product, or people who can actually refer you to others. So complimentary audiences. So that's what my number one is, um, is why did I say yes? What do I need to get out of this? Because not all opportunities are paying opportunities. And you've heard me say before, there is nothing wrong with speaking for no fee. Remember, if you're new here, I never say yes. And I don't, and I don't encourage you to say yes to speaking for free. But speaking for no fee is very different. And that is where you can actually, you can get paid more on the back end than if you were getting paid on the front end. So let me just move on because otherwise I will get stuck on a tangent. So number two is the audience. Now I want to take into consideration the audience. You know, who am I serving? Who are these people that I'm going to be telling stories to that I'm going to be taking on this, on this journey, this ride, you know, by knowing and understanding who this audience is, it helps me determine and make some choices. It's going to help me decide on like, what's the theme of my presentation? What's going to be the tone? You know, I might want to be a little bit more humorous and silly with a lighter audience. I might want to be more serious with like an audience that has a bunch of CEOs or engineers in, in it or CPAs. Like depending on who that audience is, it's going to help me determine my theme, my tone, even so much as what stories am I going to tell? What stories is this audience going to relate to? Am I going to do some audience participation? You know, that my audience participation in group exercises is also determined by how long am I speaking? Because if you're speaking for over 60 minutes, you've got to have some sort of an exercise just so that people get, you know, like stand up, they get out of their seats, they're actually engaging with somebody else. And you've probably heard me talk in a previous podcast. There's a reason why movies are 90 minutes or less. And that is because by sitting for that length of time, more of the blood is going to your butt than in your brain. So that's why you want to get people moving if you're speaking for more than 60 minutes. So those are some of the things that I think about, like, what do I want that audience to walk away with? What is the message? What is the key takeaway? Like if I literally put my hands together, like I was cupping water and inside my hands, is the gift that I want to give this audience. What is that going to be? And when I determine what that is, 
you know, that's not only my goal, but then it's like I start deciding, you know, about the theme, about the tone, about the stories, about audience participation, how I'm going to engage the audience so that they feel like we're having this conversation. You know, that's almost like the wrapping of the gift. And then my third one, my third one is the call to action. And this is in part, you know, that is going to be in alignment with my goal. You know, like as a matter of fact, like all three of these, these are all in alignment as far as I, that's the way that I see them. But your call to action, you should always have a call to action with your presentations. What is the next step? What's the next step for this audience? What do you want them to do to continue the learning, to stay in touch with you? What is that next step? I mean, maybe it's just getting on your email list. Maybe it's following you on social. Maybe it's a a download that you have. Maybe it's a low-cost DIY program. Maybe it's joining a mastermind. Maybe it's getting on a call with you. You know, the one thing that meeting planners really want, they want their audiences to get something out of sitting and listening to you. They they want their audience members to get an ROI. And remember, meeting planners, they have a job, you know, and that's why they're bringing in speakers. And if it's a great speaker, they're going to hear from their members, whether they're mastermind members, whether it's an association, it's a con- an industry conference, it's a rotary. If you're a great speaker, you are going to hear or the meeting planner is going to hear that like, wow, they were a great speaker. They're going to hear lots of feedback. The same is true if it's a bad speaker. Those meeting planners are going to hear that it was a bad speaker. And trust me, they want to hear that it's a good speaker more than they hear that it's a bad speaker. Because when it's a bad speaker, it's like, darn, like what did, like as a meeting planner, they're thinking, what did I miss? Where, where, where was a red flag that I should have like said no and moved on to somebody else? So the meeting planners have this very important job and it's really to make sure that their, that their members, you know, their attendees are happy. And this sort of brings me to this past year and a half with this global pandemic, how many chambers, many associations, they were struggling mostly for the fact that it went on so much longer than I think any of us anticipated, than any of us were actually told, you know, the stay home for two weeks turned into, what, 18 months. But those meeting planners for associations and for chambers, they had a tough job. And they still have a tough job, like their job is to serve their members. And if they weren't serving their members, I mean, members were like, well, I'm going to take my my annual dues and use them elsewhere because your association, your mastermind, it's just not serving me. I mean, like your audience, your members, like they are voting with their dollars. So meeting planners do have a tough job and they want to make sure that whoever they put you as a speaker in front of is going to get an ROI from listening to you, from learning from you. And, you know, I think of speaking is speaking is verbal art. And like all pieces of art, you know, it's messy in the beginning. And then it starts to take form in the middle. And then it's ready at the end. And 
I'm not going to call it a masterpiece, and I don't call it a masterpiece until I would say that you've given it to a live audience. And even then, you never actually give the same speech twice because of a number of reasons. Because you're presenting to a different audience, because you've got a different goal in mind, because the meeting planner, the conference organizer hired you for a different reason, because you're going to use different stories so that you are serving the, the audience that's, that, that you're speaking to. So those are kind of like the three things when I start to sit down to write a presentation, I'm thinking about the goal the goal of the presentation. And that is my goal and the meeting planner's goal. And then I look at like the audience, who am I going to be speaking to so that that helps me make some decisions. And then what's the call to action? And all of these have to be in alignment. And when they're in alignment, you know, crafting the speech just becomes easy. It flows. And I know that I can say that because I have put many, many presentations together. And I've changed presentations. And if you speak to speakers, and like a lot of my friends who are speakers, you know, like, we'll, we'll even say like, you know, like, we change a story just before we're about to present because we heard something while like, just before we were getting up there, something that we're attending the conference, we hear people talking, there's a some sort of news, some global news, some local news, and you want to use that story, you know, keeping your eyes and ears open to those things all the time. There's a lot that goes into this. And at the same time, it can be so rewarding to be able to share your presentation, your keynote, your signature talk with an audience. So I want to share with you something that a special offering. And if you've been procrastinating on creating a presentation or a keynote, and maybe you're procrastinating until you got booked, and you're not trying to get booked to speak because you don't have a presentation. It's really a vicious cycle. And it's actually just going to keep you in the same place. And I understand, because I've been there too. How would you like to get that presentation crafted and done? The one that you've been thinking about, the one you've been dreamed about. And I'm not talking about just any presentation. I'm talking about one that makes you feel proud to deliver one that gets you booked for more speaking events, one that gets you booked with clients, a presentation that that can make you look like a pro right from the very first time that you walk out on stage or virtually. I'm going to be running this small group program in the new year, and I'll be teaching my three C's presentation process, which is compelling, captivating, and most importantly, converting. Inside this intimate program, you are going to learn how to grab your audience's attention from the very first words you speak, how to build that know, like, and trust, how to establish your credibility and give the audience a reason to keep listening, why Q&A is not for the end, and you'll be surprised where it should be, how to have your audience on the edge of their seats with your stories and takeaways, what parts you should memorize, and the reasons why I tell my private clients to do so. I'll take you behind the scenes, and you will see how a presentation transforms from idea into verbal art. 
You'll also learn speaking tips to help you look and feel like you've been gracing the stages for years. How to sell from the stage without sounding like a commercial, because you're going to use my seed planting sales method. How to turn your one talk into a 20-minute presentation, 45-minute presentation, 60-minute presentation, and a workshop, and so much more. This is not going to be one of those passive learning programs, because not only are you going to have learning videos, I'm also going to provide space to work together so that you'll be able to get your presentation done be able to ask me questions on the spot and get feedback and eliminate any excuses that you've been using to craft your presentation. You'll also have the opportunity to practice and give your presentation and get real-time feedback to make you stand out and deliver a presentation that gets you a standing ovation. If you're ready to finally share your message, your story and ideas with the world, I want you to send me a DM over on Instagram and my handle is down below in the show notes, but it is lorianne.mirabito. The container for this program is going to be very small and intimate so that you have my eyes on your presentation. So space is going to be extremely limited. So if this is calling you, if you are even remotely interested, send me a DM and just let me know that you're interested. And until next week, be in demand. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already please leave a review and you could be the next winner.